This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. However you're listening today, just know we pray for you ahead of the show. Really, we pray for your protection because we pray that the Holy Spirit will guide our questions and guide our answers so that the stuff we send to you isn't just you know, misinformation. We try to make sure that we're right on the money. We're trying to spe- speak from the heart of God, and we want to make sure that that's what's coming. And we would love for you to interact with us, social media, on our website. Constantly, we're, we're interviewing people from all across the country, so many different subjects having to do with connecting our faith and our work. Today, we had an amazing opportunity because of another listener to speak at a local university, Trinity College of Florida, trinity.edu, there's a little free plug for him, to speak to a whole bunch of students about the fact that no matter what degree they get when they get out, they're heading into the mission field. Martha. You know, so we love Trinity College of Florida because they understand that everywhere we go in our life is our mission field. And so they had people there from other countries and also locally and um, we got to feed into them that their workplace can be their mission field. It is their mission field, but it may not be their only mission field. And um, so that was just a great opportunity for the next generation to never have to unlearn some of the things that we talk about every day on the on the radio. So we did a little Facebook Live after we were there. We were kind of pumped up after being with all those young people. And um, so just a shout out to them and what a fun time that was. Absolutely. Hey, no matter where you're listening to us, whether it's all over Tampa Bay, all over the first coast of Jacksonville, St. Augustine and Folkestone, Georgia, or all over Hampton Roads area of Virginia, we are so glad you've tuned in. We are hoping that something we say today will knock your socks off as we talk today about a subject that you probably, well, if you listen to this show regularly, you've heard about it. But in some of other areas, it may be a brand new subject to you. Mm. We're talking about biblically responsible investing. We've been talking about it for quite some time here on I Work For Him, especially when Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management join us. Check them out online, bwmadvisors.com, bwmadvisors.com. That's right. Luke, uh, Dave is not in the studio today, so Luke has to fill Doing in for him. Yeah, That's right. That. <laughs> Almost all of us have some sort of investments. Some of us are uh, have IRAs and, and our 401ks, and some of us have stocks and bonds. I know not everyone does, but many of us do have some investments. So here's a sermon none of us have ever heard. Where you invest is important. Consider investing with a biblically responsible heart. So since we aren't going to hear that sermon, we're going to talk about it today on the air because every Christ follower should be looking at every part of the life to see how is my relationship with Jesus impacting this area of my life. We need to understand that our dollars talk on Wall Street. And when our dollars walk, they talk even louder. When we as Christ followers commit to follow Jesus in every part of our lives, including our investments, our country is going to notice. Amen. But most of us don't know what's in our portfolio, what's in your wallet. And most of us have never asked our financial advisor if they know if our investments are biblically responsible. That's why it's so important to make sure your financial planner is equally yoked with you and has a Jesus-centered eternal perspective as they advise you for sa- for saving and preparing for your retirement and for spending it in your retirement as well. Luke and Dave bring an expert today from Inspire Investing to talk about biblically responsible investing and take this conversation to a whole new level. Luke Andrews, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks, brother. I, I Listen, I always appreciate the opportunity to be here and and you and Martha do such a great job. Uh, you know, I work with him. has been around a long, long time now. It's amazing how time Almost flies. Almost six years. It's amazing. And, uh, you know, I, I saw your vision from the beginning when we were doing one day a week. 
<laughs> and now you're five days a week all over the world. And, uh, you know, I'm just I'm honored to be here. I was honored to be introduced to Biblically Responsible Investing uh, by, by you and Martha two years ago. And it took a little while for me to really to really the Holy Spirit to kind of to guide me and really prompt my heart to get me where I am today. To get us to where we have, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to ruin it, but, you know, with Robert on the phone with us today, you know, it's so, so exciting to be here and, and introduce this uh, this subject to a lot of people who need to hear it. Well, what's amazing is, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, how's your faith impacting your work? Well, almost all of us at work have some sort of investment retirement plan. And today we're going to talk about how is how are your investments really being investing? What are they profiting? So, Luke, I think it's probably time for you to introduce our guest today, calling in from California. Awesome. Hey, we have uh, Robert Netsley. He is the, he's actually been a frequenter on uh, some of the popular, you know, television shows and in, in, in broadcasts you've heard with Fox Business, the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, the Huffington Post, the Financial Times, Bloomberg's, and all sorts of other medias for his expertise on biblically responsible investing. So today we're, we're going to get, uh, hopefully we're going to get educated, not hopefully, I know Robert has, has a great pra- a passion for this subject. He's the founder and CEO of in- Inspire Impact Group. And uh, it, that's the parent company of a leading faith-based financial firm, such as Inspire Investing, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, Robert also lives in a small little town community on the fringe of Silicon Valley with his amazing wife of 15 years. He's got four kids, and we're just so excited to have him. Say hello, Robert. Hello, guys. Glad to be here. No, you're supposed to say hello, Robert. That's what he said. Say hello, Robert. <laughs> hello, Robert. <laughs> hello, Robert. Yeah, that's right. Robert, we are so grateful you're on iWork for him as you're going to introduce and, and really take this subject, this conversation about this subject to a whole nother level as our iWork for him audience literally touches uh, every continent that gets radio. I'm going to put that on there and, and all across the 50 states of the United States of America. But before we get to that, we always ask this of every first time guest on iWork for him. What's your story? How did you come to be a Jesus follower? Good question. Well, my mom put me on timeout when I was seven years old. And uh, that's where I accepted Christ. <laughs> you <laughs> and, repented. Uh, re- that's it. An encouragement to parents everywhere. I was raised in a Christian family. Um, although we were Christian, you know, my mom and dad separated, divorced when I was really young. And, uh, you know, grew up listening to, to sermons. But, yeah, I, just, I distinctly remember uh, sitting on my bed when I was on timeout, feeling sorry for myself, you know, realizing my sin even at that early age, and just asking Jesus to come into my heart and forgive me. And uh, by His grace, He's grown me since then. And that's that's uh, that's my story. Hey, did you grow up in California? I did. Yeah, just uh, over here, about a half an hour, you know, inside uh, inside the coast from Monterey, Santa Cruz um, area. Very cool. All right, now we're gonna. I'm gonna ask a couple of questions. I'm gonna let you and Luke run with this today because you guys are way more expertise, and I'll, I'll make sure we hit the numbers and we get get in and out. But how did the Lord lead you down the path to understanding and executing on biblically responsible investing? Yeah, that's uh, quite a story, and, and really totally by accident <laughs> from my perspective. So my background, I was at Wells Fargo Private Client Service down in uh, Carmel, California, beautiful community, wealthy community, nice little drive on the coast every day, office up on the second floor overlooking the ocean, million-dollar minimums at the private client service group. It was, you know, life was good, and I had no plans to change anything. And then one day, totally by accident, stumbled across this concept of biblically responsible investing online. I was looking for a Bible study to teach about finances, in my church, and came across this article randomly. And, uh, you know, and BRI, as it's known, 
is when you're looking at not only the financial aspect of a portfolio, but the moral aspect of a portfolio, what these companies are doing, you're investing in, what are they doing to turn a profit? I had never even, never even crossed my mind to consider that before. Mm-hmm. And so I was, you know, my curiosity was peaked. So I looked into my own portfolio, the portfolios of my clients. And honestly, the Holy Spirit just gripped my heart immediately because, for example, here I was the president of our local pro-life pregnancy center at the time. And I also own three stocks of companies that are manufacturing abortion drugs. And it just occurred to me that every time that young lady goes to Planned Parenthood that, you know, it's across the street and has an abortion. I just made money in that transaction uh, with God's money, no less. And I'm recommending all my clients do exactly the same thing. Um, And then, of course, there's pornography and human trafficking and all these other issues that that I also found in these portfolios. And, you know, it just got to the point very quickly, I just couldn't do my job anymore at Wells Fargo. But that's that's how I um, stumbled into this whole thing. And you took that story into your home, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, while I was twiddling my thumbs at the desk because I couldn't do my job anymore, um, I <laughs> went home that night and uh, told my wife, hey, honey, I think the Lord's calling us somewhere else. Here's what I found. And she's like, wow, okay. Uh, well, we got two babies and a mortgage, so, you know, what's the plan? And uh, very good question. Had no plan. Didn't know what to do. Never met anybody doing what we do now. Had no idea if it was even possible mm-hmm. to invest any other way. So we just started praying and really seeking the Lord, and uh, was just very close to going into seminary and, you know, being a vocational pastor. Didn't think it was really possible for me to stay in the industry with this this conviction uh, that had come over me, and the only other option was kind of this crazy idea um, of leaving the bank and starting an independent practice that only did biblically responsible investing. But that and when we business. come back, we're going to hear the rest of that story. As instead of becoming a vocational pastor, you took your business tree to a whole nother level, transforming an industry. You listen to I Work For Him as we're talking about a subject that every Christ follower should be paying attention to, no matter what your job is, whether you're part of the I Retire For Him nation, or whether you're part of the I Work For Him nation, or whether you're just figuring out this is a brand new radio show to you. As Christ followers, everything about us should be changing. Romans 12, 2 says, don't copy. Stop copying the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And that's about investments too. So many of us are just like, well, I'm a Jesus follower. I'm just going to invest in my 401k. I'm going to put my money in my IRA. But we don't ask questions. Yet, What is your money being invested in? What what does your money support in the agenda that the enemy is so very, very excited about? Well, we got Luke Andrews in here from Bel Air Wealth Management. Find him online at bwmadvisors.com. Or you can always text Luke 24 hours a day, 727-798-4188, 727-798-4188. If you don't have a financial advisor that is talking to you about biblically responsible investing, and if your financial advisor doesn't know what this is, and maybe they're not even a Jesus follower, how can they possibly represent you and your eternal perspective that God has given you? We need to be investing with way different things in mind. You should give Luke a call. 727-798-4188 or online at bwmadvisors.com. You know that Luke and Dave have been big supporters of I Work For Him from day one on this show. 
almost six years ago. Well, Luke brought in a big hitter today, all the way from California. Eh? Hey, that kind of, you know, today, it did, California. It did. I didn't do that yeah, on purpose. Don't do it again. I won't, I promise. <laughs> we got Robert Netsley in here. He's the CEO of Inspire Investing. If you're a, a Christ-following financial advisor and you want to know about biblically responsible investing and you want to deal with somebody who can help you transform your portfolios in such a way, inspireinvesting.com, inspireinvesting.com. Well, hey, Robert, thanks again for being with us today. We uh, we definitely appreciate your time. You were, you were really getting into when you introduced the whole concept to your wife and then what you were hearing from the Lord. And uh, if you remember where you left off, man, we'd love to have you pick back up on it. Yeah, you know, so there I was, you know, sitting at Wells Fargo, totally convicted about this new idea and unable to operate my practice. And so, you know, we're, we're praying through, what, Lord, where are you calling us? What are we going to do? I didn't, wasn't sure if I could even stay in the industry. And uh, lo and behold, he, he made it abundantly clear that the direction he wanted me to go was to uh, just start an independent firm, walk away from, you know, the, the bank, and uh, really just focus on BRI, Biblically Responsible Investing. But, you know, it was crazy because I didn't have any experience, didn't have you know, any money, didn't have any connections, didn't have anything that you, quote, have to have to do this. And But it was just unmistakable that was where he was calling me. So uh, with much fear and trembling <laughs> and prayer, uh, a couple months after that, I uh, swallowed hard, closed my eyes, stepped out of the boat, so to speak, and, uh, you know, walked away from my income, my, my practice. I left there with the team I'd been with and started from scratch. It's me and a laptop, uh, less than two months of savings in the bank. And Fully prepared never to pay my mortgage ever again in my life, honestly. <laughs> I knew the Lord was calling me to it, but I didn't know what that was going to mean financially. Um, and uh, and off to the races we went. Yeah, Robert, I appreciate that. One of the things I know a lot of the listeners, especially if they just tuned in now and, and missed some of the beginning, but we kind of flashed over it real quick, and I think it's something really important. You know, biblically responsible investing, or BRI, like the, the people in the industry like to describe it, what, what exactly does that mean? Because, um, you know, investing, most people, most average investors, they look at their financial advisor and it's, it's you know, they never see the money coming out of their paychecks. It's kind of it's like when Dave Ramsey talks about the cash method. You don't ever feel the pain of cash anymore because you're using a debit card or a credit card or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's the mm -hmm. same thing with your investments. We have most of our investments, our, our, our contributions to our retirement accounts come directly out of our pay stubs and we never, the, 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 the investor never sees it, but they, the, it goes to the advisor, and then the advisor invests it how they see fit. And as a fiduciary, if you are a believer, a Christ follower, someone who loves the Lord and wants to serve the Lord in all that they do, your investment should be following your passion to follow Christ as well. So right. how, how does, what is BRI? Give us just another quick rundown of what it means, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll follow up from there. Sure, yeah. So BRI is really being intentional about investing in companies that are glorifying God, right? Avoiding companies that are involved in immoral industries, such as abortion or pornography or utilizing you know, human trafficking or, or slavery, even uh, overseas in the supply chains, all sorts of nefarious activities uh, that are going on. And conversely, looking, searching out those companies that are uh, really being a blessing to their customers, their communities, their workforce, the world in, in a variety of ways and really aligning with biblical values. Some concrete examples would be, as I mentioned in the last segment, you know, the pro-life movement is really near and dear to my heart, and I know many others. Uh, there are many companies in the world that are manufacturing abortion drugs. Uh, those companies 
are in a lot of mutual funds. They're in a lot of 401ks, a lot of IRAs. And if we own those, you know, some of the biggest mutual funds in, in the world that I'm sure many listeners right now own, but we don't know it because we've never looked into it. And the truth is that if we own those stocks, we own those mutual funds, uh, we're profiting with God's money off of the sale of abortion drugs. And, and that's a hard reality that I had to grapple with and many others you know, before me and many others after me. Uh, but that's what we're looking at with, uh, with biblically responsible investing. Right. So it's basically the concept of trying to uh, screen your portfolio in a way that it's going to align with God's heart. And you, you, listen mm-hmm. to, you, you have a nice little book out, a great little read, too, by the way. You can really get through it quickly. Um, I'm sure if, if any of our listeners call in, we can get you linked up with, uh, with Robert's book. I'd highly recommend it. It'll, it'll give you a little bit more um, you know, a little bit more details, but some of the scripture that you've pulled out is probably not you, but you know, in, in scripture itself, Proverbs right. sixteen eight, better is little with righteousness than great riches with injustice. Ephesians five eleven, take no part in unfruitful works of darkness. You know, we all know First Corinthians ten thirty one, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, you do it all for the glory of God. So there's all, there's all sorts of examples all throughout Scripture that really ties into biblically responsible investing. And, and, and I'm afraid, just by my research alone, there is a, it's really a lack of education, a lack of education right. for believers and a lack of education for churches. This is kind of what blew my mind. I have a, I have a church. I'm not going to really go to the details of where they're from, but I, I took one of the portfolios of one of the, uh, this, the employees of the church. There's, I guess there's quite a few employees of the church. He, he is taking part in the church's 403B plan. You guys, I sent in the portfolio to Inspire Investing. Within 24 hours, you guys sent me back a 12-page moral audit, which is, hey, audience, it's outstanding. I've even offered this on some of our other shows. If you send me your portfolio, I will for free, no obligation, just so you can get educated, send it to Inspire. Within 24 to 48 hours, Inspire's team will review it, scan it, and send you back a report. It's called a moral audit. But this is, a, this is someone who works for a church, the only investment options that this general, this person had for this 403b plan had a 90, 99% fail rate of the of the stocks mutual funds inside of the portfolio. They which were, means which means what? Well, I'm, I'm getting there next, Jimbo. Okay. So 45% of the portfolio was somehow involved with LGBT activism. It was 12% of the portfolio has some investments or profits from pornography. 11% of the portfolio was somehow profiting or associated with abortions. I mean, this is a whole longer list. I'm just hitting the ones, the buzzwords that most people can relate with today that are, that are near and dear to all believers' hearts. So, Robert, let me just ask you a question, because Luke obviously is passionate about this, and you're obviously passionate about it, because the Lord yanked you out of your fantastic right. corner office you know, with a water view job and said, no, I got something in mind for you, something that's going to change the world. How much pushback have you gotten from Jesus followers as you tried to pursue establishing biblical responsible, biblically responsible investing? Yeah. You know, Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Right. And um, it really is about our hearts. And there's, you know, I've, I've literally have talked to thousands of Christians and non-Christians over the past eight years as we've been doing this uh, about this topic and, and showing what's in their portfolios. And it's, it's often surprising, you know, um, the range of replies. But there's been overwhelmingly Christians that are 
just open open arms embracing this this concept. Likewise, there's there's Christians who uh, really have a hard time, uh, you know, separating themselves out from I would I just call it established Wall Street, mm-hmm. you know, methodology, you know. And uh, we've just lived in the world for so long. You mentioned Romans 12, too, uh, just a minute ago. Yeah. You know, do not be tr- conformed to the pattern of this world. Well, you know, unfortunately, a lot of us, you know, me included, we've become conformed in a lot of ways in how we're managing our investments. So the question I like to ask is if you put your financial life, your investment account up on the wall next to that of, of uh, just, you know, a secular portfolio or an unbeliever, what's the difference? Mm. Is there a difference? Or is it completely conformed to the pattern of this world? That was what convicted me. And that's what we're trying to change with Inspired Investing. As Jesus followers, everything about you should be changing from how you act at work to how you act in your neighborhood to how you act in your household to how you worship on Sunday to how you do your banking. How about how you do your investing? That's something that, you know, I've never heard a sermon about that. Never once. Yet, Most of us in our portfolios prior to today have been investing in things that we are absolutely, categorically, completely against. I would even, sorry, I would even go further in saying not most, almost everyone on the radio, almost everyone on this, besides a few people, you. Well, that's because you fixed it. Yes. But uh, but for the first 30 years of me being in the stock market, that is not the case. Good point. So we are talking today with Robert Netsley, and he is the CEO of Inspire Investing. And you can find out more on their website, which is inspireinvesting.com. And we have Luke Andrews here. He is the one who brought in Robert. Um, And Luke's um, website is bwmadvisors.com. There you go. Good job. (laughs) So one of the things... We miss Dave. Dave, get off the golf course. Dave has to do the dot-com thing. We're so used to that. But, you know, um, Robert, before the break, we were talking about what kind of pushback you got from people and how some people receive this whole idea of of biblically responsible investing with open arms and other people don't. And one of the things that I just realized is that this is something that God really needs to convict our, convict our hearts. But if somebody's never heard of it, how can they be convicted about it? So one of the things that we are just glad to be able to talk about this on the radio, to open people's eyes and, and hearts to this idea that of wondering what their investment is invested in and what, they, um, what are they supporting. So my question for you is when... You bring up this idea of biblically responsible investing to people. I am sure that one of the first things that goes through their mind, because I think Jim and I both experienced it as well, is the concept that, well, what am I going to give up in my profits by being involved in biblically responsible investing? So when people ask you that question, you're like, is there a compromise financially? What do you tell them? It's a really good question, yeah, and it, and it does come up. Um, it's a natural conversation to have anytime you're considering, you know, changing investments. And I think in it's in our human nature, we assume that good guys finish last, right? Yeah. And if we're going to do the right thing, we're going to suffer for it. Uh, that's sometimes the case, and, and Christ tells us, you know, to be ready for that. We're going to follow Him. And so I do believe, first and foremost, that you know, as Proverbs says, we quoted earlier today. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. So if we had to, first of all, if we had to make the decision, am I going to make a lot of money doing something immoral, or am I going to make less money doing something that's holy and honors God? Which one of those options are we going to choose? Mm, We have that decision every day. 
I could sling crack on the corner and make a ton of money, but I don't because it's against the law and it's, honor, it's dishonoring to God. So if I, if I narrow my investment choices because of the law of man, how much more should I narrow my investment choices because of the law of God, mm. right? So that's, that's first and foremost where we want to start. But beyond that, uh, by the grace of God, there really is no financial sacrifice necessary to invest in a God-honoring way. Amen. And there's, there are so many studies from secular firms like you know, Merrill Lynch and Morgan Stanley and McKinsey and & Company and on and on, on Oxford University, Biola University, uh, Christian College, that consistently show that when you invest in companies that are intentional about being a blessing, uh, those companies tend to outperform, not always, but tend to, and portfolios uh, that we analyze and have analyzed a whole lot of them uh, that are invested in companies that are you know, involved in egregious activities like abortion, pornography, human trafficking, gambling, alcohol, all kinds of stuff, uh, tend to underperform those uh, portfolios that are invested in companies that are you know, working on cures to cancer and operating with integrity and developing clean water solutions for people all over the world and really just generally being a blessing. Yeah. And uh, so that's the spiritual and empirical story. And we can, Luke, you mentioned the impact reports that we run. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of it. We show you, you know, a current portfolio, your current portfolio, and we show you, you know, a hypothetical, biblically responsible portfolio and all the values issues and the performance issues. And, you know, nine times out of ten, roughly, there's no uh, financial sacrifice, it, if not a better return on the BRI portfolio. So, that's now, the situation. You, yeah, you knocked it out of the park. That That's exactly, um, you know, and, and even in your book, I mean, you think you might even mention something like that, because that's that's the truth. You don't, and, and, I, and I would even take one more, okay, so that was number one, the number two. Number three would be, what type of price tag or return are you going to put on your relationship with who Christ has called you to be? I don't care if it was I don't care if you were losing money, but at least for the fact that you would be doing something that was honoring God. What so one of the things that I do really like about working with Inspire Investing is, you know, you're one of the first that I know of that has ETF which are exchange traded funds. Um, that trade just like a stock, but it's a, it's basically a basket of stocks. It's a passive fund that you guys, your your CFAs or chartered financial analysts, have gone through and hand selected. They're all screened. They're all biblically responsible. So, audience, when we say biblically responsible, that doesn't mean the CEOs and all the board of directors are all Christ followers. It just means that they have remained neutral in a lot of these topics that we've talked about: abortion, pornography, LGBT. The you know um, you know, but in in. But so the companies create a positive impact on their community. Another thing that I really like about Inspire is you guys take 50% of your profits and tell them what you guys do as a company. So and what you like to say is that you can you can save for retirement in a responsible and biblically manner, but make a huge positive impact on the world by partnering by using some of the exchange traded funds that you guys offer. Talk a little bit more about how you guys share back the profits and what you do. Yeah, our our team is what gets us out of bed. I mean, one of the things that gets us out of bed in the morning is we we have a a passionate team who really is all in for the glory of God in our daily work and daily life in every aspect. And so when we run our company, we want this company not just to invest in impactful companies, but to be an impactful company. So we do. We donate 50% or more of our corporate net profits every year to Christian ministries. Um, This most recently, we've adopted a village up in the coffee farming mountains of Guatemala, uh, about 800 people living in that village. 600 of them are kids. Uh, mud huts, tin wow, wow. roofs, 
uh, no medicine, no church building. Uh, the, the few number of believers, about 16 families, that are Christ followers in that village, they meet out in the street, uh, rain or shine. And, you know, it's, it's in need, right? There's a dire need. So we've adopted that village. We've uh, actually already purchased the land, and the church's building is being built. Uh, we're supplying their school, their medical clinic. We're distributing Bibles. We're sponsoring children, creating clean water solutions, really transforming the life of this, uh, this village mm-hmm. through their local church for a powerful witness for Christ. And uh, so when you invest with Inspire, a portion of your fees, not your returns, but a portion of your fees that everybody pays no matter what investment you know company you go with, yep. is going into the mission field. Well, and uh, that's what we love. Well, and that's what I want to make sure. So if there's Christ-following financial advisors out there listening to the show, whether they listen to it live or as it re- replayed or as it as go out on podcasts later on tomorrow, is that they understand that Inspire Investing that's where they they can all access that. But for those listeners listening that are like, well, I want to I want a financial advisor that can do this for me." That's what Luke and Dave are from Bel Air Wealth Management. They can handle you from anywhere in the country. They can handle you, and if they can't handle you, they'll find somebody that can that is living up to the commitment to biblically responsible investing. And Luke and Dave use Inspire Investing as a vendor. That's that's who they're using to get this accomplished. And that's what's so powerful about that kind of relationship. Now, Luke, I think it's important and we just stop for a second and talk about why are we talking about this and I work for him today? Well, I, I think I hit on it a, a little bit, but really it just started when um, you start talking to other believers and you you start asking them about, well, you know, how, how are your, you know, what are you invested in? Do you know what kind of company? Because I think a lot of people don't even understand when you own a stock, and I know Robert hit on it just for a second, but it was a quick, it was a quick flyby. It, but when you own a stock, okay, you become an owner you become an owner in that company. You have a vote, and you vote to elect the board of directors who directs the CEO. Long story short, a good example is, uh, and I think Joseph Verissimo from your office shared it with me. He gave me a nice little example of having what ownership looks like and whether it's a small piece or a large piece. But he said, remember in the old days, they had video stores. And you'd walk into the video store, and that's where you would rent your VHS tape. But in the very back Boy, corner. Boy, you're old. You used to do that? Yeah, I did. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. Good old blockbuster. I don't even remember. That must have been. You're much older than I am. Okay. <laughs> no. Jim, even your stubs are gray, okay? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> They're, Sorry, Robert. We're just having a little fun here. Sorry but here, about that. So go, go. So, but you just picture your the old video stores. The millennials don't know what that is, but it's in, in the back left hand corner of a small little mom and pop video store. There was a little door, a little opening that had like a curtain, and mm-hmm. it, you know, curtain closed, and it was dark in the room, and then a little, little thing that said, "You must be over eighteen years old to enter." So the 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 front of the store, no problem. That small little piece of real estate in the back operated as a pornography portion of the video store. So if I were to come to you, Jim, and say, hey, buddy, I'm going to open up a video store. We're going to do great. It's the hottest thing, VHS. It's low overhead, lots of money to be made. And in the back, we're going we're gonna, to you know, just cut a little slither and make sure that we can meet all of our clients' needs and sell a little adult entertainment business. Are you good with that? I am not good with that. Well, that's, that is, that's the problem with the not the majority. Majority, I would almost say everybody who's listening to this radio show today in your investment portfolio as we as we are speaking 
you are somehow invested in abortion pornography or you are somehow giving to Planned Parenthood, which we didn't talk about, or you're, you're supporting LGBT activism. Listen, we love all people. I always like to get, make that clear. I love everyone. I love everyone, but I don't have to endorse you know, any, any sin or anything that's immoral. But when you partner with a company that gives to Planned Parenthood, you are effectively providing abortion. When you are invested in a tobacco company, you are invested in a company that addicts people, that advertises intentionally, to it, intentionally addicts people, mm-hmm. and slowly kills them. Seven million people a year. So do you want to profit on an industry that makes money in the tobacco business that kills people seven million a year worldwide? It's the whole poop brownie uh, conversation. I mean, poop it, the, the poop brownie conversation. I'm going to make you a, po- a, a whole pan of brownies, and I'm going to stick a little poop in it. Is that okay with you? How many of those brownies are you going to eat? That's disgusting. No, Sorry. I mean, you haven't heard that before? Martha. I haven't, but Re- okay, rescue I'm going to rescue this right, conversation. Don't forget Robert's on the line here. we got, we got 45 not. seconds left in this segment. So what I want us to talk about maybe when we come back is for the listeners who this is piquing your interest and you're going, I have no idea what I'm invested in. What am I supporting? What do I do next? Talking biblically responsible investing, and we're taking this conversation to a whole new level. As Luke Andrews from Bel Air Wealth Management has mentioned today, it is likely that every one of us listening to the show today has invested or is invested in things that are contrary to our faith in Christ. That they they support things. Well, it's the, as I mentioned in the last segment, many of you you're like Jim just said poop brownie on the show. There's this old saying of you know you make a great pan of brownies and you put just a little poop in it. Are you going to eat a brownie? No, no, you're not no. going to eat a brownie. But the same thing with your portfolio. You're in vet, you're, you got a great portfolio. We got just a little pornography and abortion thrown in there. Is that what you want to invest in? But so many of us as Jesus followers have never asked the cotton picking question. Luke, rescue me. Amen. Well, hey, you know, I, I'll say we're we're going to give we're going to get all the listeners just a little bit of slack, um, including yourselves, because like you had mentioned, you you'd been invested in in stocks mm-hmm. and bonds and mutual funds for, for 30, 30 years. years and never knew about it. So it's, it's an educational thing. So all the listeners, you should be convicted. It's okay. That's absolutely natural and normal. Now, you know, what do you do next once the Holy Spirit starts to tell you, hey, man, I need to look into this? Well, the easiest thing to do is either call your financial advisor and find out if they have any idea what biblically responsible investing is. If they don't, ask or demand that you want them to start instituting biblically responsible in your portfolio ASAP. That's easy to do. Don't let them tell you it's hard. And then thirdly, if they don't or if they're not interested, pick up the phone and call me. My number is 727-798-4188. I have gone out and I have found Inspire Investing, and they are one of the leading experts in biblically responsible exchange-traded funds, which is a low-cost way to invest in a biblically responsible manner. And uh, so that's so. If you are feeling convicted, if you want me just to screen your portfolio for free, no obligations, I'll give you the report. It'll be from Inspire. You can send it to your financial advisor and say, hey, we need to make some changes. If they say, well, I can't do that because the big company I work wants me to sell certain things, wants you to be invested in certain funds, then you come back to me and I'll take care of it. One of the other things that I really love about Inspire is in their moral audit, and they do do that comparison to show you, you know, your return with your portfolio today was this. If you, if we invested it in a similar balanced portfolio using all biblically responsible, it shows you that return as well. Of course, but past performance is no guarantee of future, future results. results. Yep. On page 11, I'm pretty sure it's page 11 to 12, it shows you that impact that you're making on the world around you. It shows you that 
with a certain levels of assets under management with Inspire Investing, uh, Robert had mentioned how they go around the world, and right now they're building a church and a school in this village. It shows you your assets and what type of impact the assets you have with Inspire will do around the world. But Robert, let me ask you a question. So when you get these somebody's portfolio and you run a moral report on it, is that what it was? Did I get that right? Yeah, okay. That's right. I mean, how surprised are people when you show them how they score? They're pretty shocked. I mean, just like me, I mean, jaw hit the floor, you know, and it's one of those things where it's just, it shouldn't be shocking if we actually stop and think about it, but it's shocking because we haven't thought about it. And when you actually see the black and white numbers in front of you on the page, these are the stocks and mutual funds and whatever else you, you own, that's convicting. And so it is a little bit of a shock factor uh, for a lot of people. And then the next question is that people have, like, well, is it even possible to invest differently? Mm-hmm. And you tell them? And I tell them, well, absolutely. <laughs> and so that, that impact report uh, that Luke keeps talking about, that's, that's exactly what we do. We, we, we show them, okay, here's, here's the educational piece of what's in your portfolio. And it's not guilt. It's not shame. It's not finger pointing. It's education. education. You, you didn't know this. I didn't know that. I mean, here, here's just the info, right? Uh, and then here's a sample, you know, apples to apples portfolio of what you've got. If you've got like a moderate blended portfolio, here's a moderate blended portfolio that aligns with biblical values. Let me show you, uh, here's the performance of this one, here's the performance of that one, here's the cost of this mm-hmm. one, here's the cost of that one. And, and we just give you all the information, and, and, and Luke and his team will be able to walk you through uh, just educationally what that looks like as you explore the whole concept. And uh, as we've been mentioning, it's a really compelling piece. And then we, we finish that up with, you know, the potential impact uh, you mentioned. So I've got the numbers right here in front of me of uh, a $250,000 portfolio, which, you know, whether you have more or less doesn't matter. But on a $250,000 portfolio, we as Inspire Investing, that provides 333 people with a clean water well, mm. a permanent clean water well. That's, we can send a thousand Bibles uh, to the persecuted church in places like North Korea. Uh, we can save 1,250 babies through uh, this pro-life counseling. And these are all done through, you know, partnerships with respected ministries. And it's, it's a very real impact that your money can have, and it's not having right now uh, invested with secular firms that are just building bigger buildings on Wall Street. Hey, Robert, real quickly, um, I have a listener who just texted me, and they're like, oh, man, another area I'm screwing up in, you know? <laughs> Sorry, so, I didn't so, mean to make it that no, way. No, so okay. that's what I want you to speak to. Just speak to our yeah. listeners for a minute and encourage them, because they don't know what they didn't right. know. And now they yeah. know something new, and encourage them with what their next steps can be again, just so yeah. that they, they um, can move forward. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we're all on a journey towards greater Christ-likeness, right? And I was here I was, a financial advisor, and I had no—I was clueless. And I'm telling other people to do this stuff. I mean, so if anybody should be guilty, it's me. And, uh, and we have a total grace, right? If, if you didn't know, you didn't know. Now you do. So what do you, what do, you do with that? And <laughs> so we just true. prayerfully point. consider, you know, how do I make a change in my portfolio to honor God? And really, it's an opportunity. See this? If, if you're feeling the Holy Spirit prick your heart right now, look at this. This is an opportunity for you to glorify God in yet another area of your life. I mean, what an opportunity. And uh, again, Jesus says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And so as you move your literal treasure you know, into a place that's honoring God, that's just bringing your heart that much closer to our Savior. And uh, it's another, just a way that we can just together worship Him more fully and shine more brightly as the church of, of, of God here on earth Thank you. Uh, to a world in need.
Psalms 24.1, brother, says the earth and everything in it, the world and its inhabitants belong to the Lord. I do want to take a quick moment to let, you know, because there's probably some people on the, that are listening in or tuned in line uh, or online and maybe they want some more information. They want to either meet with me one-on-one or, or they want to come to a seminar. I am going to be doing a seminar in either March or April. I will launch that or announce that date on our next radio show, which is the uh, you know first Thursday of March will be the next show. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I will announce a seminar that I'm going to be doing. It's going to be using the same information that you're hearing today. Um, you know, just to, just again, I, I'm on an educational mission is what I'm telling people, because that's really what it's about. It's we, we got there's over a trillion dollars in investable assets and believers we can make a true impact on the oh investment world. Well, and if they contacted you ahead of time at 727-798-4188 and they got you your port- their portfolios ahead of the seminar, yeah. you could bring back the results to them that day. Yeah, Inspire does a great job. 24, 48 hours, it's back in my inbox, and then I'll send it to you. We'll, we'll talk to you over the phone and, and go over the results. Excellent. Robert, you are a true kingdom pioneer. How, as BRI is becoming, we got just a couple minutes left. BRI is become BRI is becoming a tidal wave um, across this country because I'm hearing about it. The first time we heard about it was out of Maryland. Now we're hearing about it from out of California. So the tidal wave is going to whack the middle of the country. How how are we going to get this spread faster and faster? Uh, number one is find out what you own. Right, personally, what do you own? Take Luke up on his mm. offer uh, to run that report. Just just know what you own, and then after that. Ask, ask your brothers and sisters in Christ if they've heard about this, right? Right. Uh, point them to our website. Point them to Luke's website. Uh, you know, look, at, look up my book, Biblically Responsible Investing. It's on Amazon.com. You know, we can get copies out to people. Uh, there's just so much information. We've got a lot of great videos on our website, inspireinvesting.com. Just share, share it, right? You get the news, get the word out. And that is what's happening. God is truly at work. Uh, there is a movement going on. It's really exciting to watch. Uh, we were the number five fastest growing investment firm in the nation um, in 2017. And it's uh, it's all testament to God's work. It's not about us. Yeah. It's the Lord is working and doing something amazing, and you can be part of it. And he's doing it out of California. So we love that even more than anything. <laughs> Amen. It's fantastic. Amen. Amen. Fighting the enemy and his territory. Right there. Love that. All right. The, so the name of the book is Biblically Responsible Investing by Robert Netzley. You can find it on Amazon. But if you call right now, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK, we might be able to get you a free copy. I'm 866-713-WORK. Sure. Luke Final question. Now, you know what? I've, I've just been blessed, and, uh, you know, it's great to finally talk to you. I've, always, I've been talking to, uh, you know, Joseph and Natalie and, and the team there, and uh, I've been impressed. And, um, you know, I'm just so excited to kind of build this whole book of my personal business and educate people and bring on Inspire Investing to partner with. Um, couldn't be more excited. And thanks again for being on the show with us today. Thank you, Robert hey, Netsley. Appreciate my it. My pleasure. All right. Great. Luke, I love the conversation. We want to make sure people get involved with you on this whole deal. If your financial advisor is not a Jesus follower, doesn't have an eternal perspective, you need to find one that does. Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management can help you out. They're they're walking along the Lord. If you've been following these shows over the last six years, you know that Luke and Dave have been learning to follow the Lord in their investment practice, and Inspire Investing has become part of that as they've learned biblically responsible investing. Check them out online, BWM Advisors. Or you could call Luke, 727-798-4188, 727-798-4188. Luke Andrews, great show today. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Biblically Responsible Investing. If you mention that to your advisor and he gives you the blank look, 
It's time to ask some questions. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for him. him.